0: good morning, everybody. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Here we are on Thursday, the 26th day of August, 2021. My name is Nick. There's Big J right over there.
1: Oh, happy birthday, Big J. Hey, thanks, man. I've made it. How does it feel? It feels old. 47 years no, no, old. No, 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 45. 45. 45 years old. Staring down the barrel. Of a what? Of a 45. Well, oh, Don't say that. That's never good. Well, I'm 45. This yeah, but just the... that's not what that means. Well, I mean, you can interpret whatever you want from a song. Hmm. All the artists say that, and so that's what uh, it feels like.
0: Uh, It feels like you're actually looking down the barrel of a gun? No, of a 45-year-old man. I see. Uh, What does the barrel of a 45-year-old man look like? My face. Oh, no. That's never good. Handsome. Uh, Congratulations on your birthday present yesterday, dude.
1: Yeah, thanks. That's the one that I knew about. Sounds like it was a home run. (laughs) Yeah. Good job. You had a hand in, in deciding something. It,
0: uh, it really wasn't that uh, that intricate. Uh, your wife had a pretty good handle on things, but you know she wanted a little bit of advice as to where to sit in the stadium, what's the best place to go for a live NFL game. Yeah. And she was like, do you want to be closer to the action or do you want to be further up so that you can see everything? Yeah. And so I gave her my advice. I don't know what ticket she ended up buying. Uh, uh, the expensive ones Well, I know you're going to have a good time uh, When is the actual game? September 26th And who are they playing? The the New Orleans Saints. And uh, it's the Patriots, right?
1: Yeah, the Patriots mm-hmm. and the New Orleans Saints. So we are been planning a trip uh, for a long time here to the New England area We're going to Boston, we're going to Maine and uh, this is just kind of a bonus thing that she thought up would be a lot of fun for us to do. And uh, I'm pretty excited about it. My first NFL experience. So it, the whole family going to Boston or you in the life? No, all, the whole family. Okay. And is everybody going to the game as well? Well, see, that was the deciding factor. It was either all of us sit up in the cheap seats uh-huh. or we, her and I would go to the expensive seats. And so that's what we're doing. Yeah. The kids, the kids wouldn't not care. Don't any. care. Yeah. yeah. What? Then they would just spend a bunch of money on stupid stuff. What? Yeah. Well, they would want to buy, you know, beers and. Ah, I see. I see. I mean. get to fight in the stadium. Yeah, yeah. You know. End I up mean, on TikTok. off on
0: somebody. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So, uh, I'm glad you're going to have fun. Uh, is it a regular old uh, middle of the day kind of Sunday game or is it a Sunday it's, night game? I think
1: it's week three. Yeah, it's 11 a.m. kickoff. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, I've never. I know it's pretty remote. I'm just saying you're going to have to plan to get out there. I yeah, think. that's what I told her. And she's like, we're taking the train. I don't know what that means, but a good luck. Well, there's a train that goes there uh, to uh, to Foxborough. So. Well, I hope you have a very
0: good time. It will be your very first in-person NFL game, right? Yep, absolutely. All right, get ready to walk, buddy. There's a lot of walking involved in that, yep. just so you know. Uh, Well, uh, it is Big Jay's birthday. We will celebrate that at some point today. We also have our friend Jimmy Halliburton popping by, talking about the Goathead Festival over the course of the show today. You have tickets to win to several concerts that are coming to town over the course of the next couple of days, and we play music. We'll start with the Foo Fighters, kicking things off here on the morning after. It's all my life on the (coughs) X-Rocks.
1: News feed. on the morning after with Nick and Big J.
0: Important stuff is brought to you by the advocates. If you've been injured due to another person's negligence, the advocates are here for you. Call 208 47 14444. Chat with an attorney online 24-7 at advocateslaw.com because you deserve an advocate. You're not going to see a whole lot of good news uh, out of the world of the coronavirus here in the state of Idaho over the last couple of weeks. That shouldn't surprise you, unfortunately, unless you're just, you know, being willfully obtuse. But Idaho's hospitals are bursting at the seams right now as coronavirus numbers continue to skyrocket across our state. Uh, as a matter of fact, now state leaders are actually asking for volunteers to help keep medical facilities across the state operating. That's how full they are. Idaho Public Administrator Elke Tulloch says hospitals need help with everything from housekeeping to assistance from retired health care providers. And they are urging residents to sign up at VolunteerIdaho.com. In case you're wondering how rough it's gotten over the last couple of weeks, well, data from the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention shows that as of Friday, the number of new COVID-19 cases statewide has increased 31% compared to last week, and coronavirus-related hospital admissions also climbed to about 30%, and that's a Friday of last week. Already this week, we're up to well over 2,000 new cases confirmed, uh, and also 28 new deaths this week, too. Uh, And the ICUs are at capacity. So, there's that. Uh, If this sounds like a repeat from April of last year, it pretty much is. So...
1: Yeah, majority of those people being admitted into the ICU and the ER and such are unvaccinated. Yes, correct.
0: We we, The state has the exact number of breakthrough cases they had uh, on Saturday of last week. So it's been five days since somebody that is actually vaccinated even is positive for coronavirus, let alone in the hospital for it. So,
1: So, hey, if you're unvaccinated, why don't you volunteer here? See what you're made of.
0: They're too busy standing in line to opt out for masks. Right. Baltimore Orioles finally got a win last night, beating the LA, LA Angels 10-6 to to end their 19-game losing streak, just two defeats away from the American League record. So, sorry Big J, we're not going to set a record for most losses in Major League Baseball history. Uh, that's still going to belong to the Phillies from 61. Uh, Bunch of losers. But the Orioles ended up rallying back to defeat the Angels last night, so now you can go back to not caring about the Orioles again. Surprising nobody, Trevor Lawrence was named the starting quarterback for the Jacksonville Jaguars yesterday, courtesy of Urban Meyer. Uh, Other announcements came from starting quarterbacks. Teddy Bridgewater will be the starting quarterback for the Denver Broncos, at least as the season begins. And the Bears are going to stick with Andy Dalton to start things off against the Rams as well. So we've got ourselves some announcements being made as we head into the final weekend of preseason action here in the NFL as we get ready for the regular season to kick off uh, beginning of next week. Faith No More is going to replace Limp Bizkit as the headliner at the 2021 Aftershock Festival, at least on the first day. Of course, Limp Bizkit canceled all of their 2021 touring plans due to COVID-19 safety concerns, and so Faith No More is stepping up and playing that Thursday night show instead. Uh, They were excited for it. And so that is day one of the four-day festival in Sacramento, California. The festival is officially sold out. That's the one that is playing two different headline sets. It's also one that they announced. If you wanna get in, you're gonna have to be vaccinated or you're gonna have to have a negative COVID test within three days. That's the way it's gonna have to go to get in there, but they are completely sold out. So uh, they're not worried about people showing up to the festival. There's your imported stuff for the six o'clock hour. <coughs> Big J's Nerd Alert on 100.3, The X Rocks.
1: Yeah, we got a little uh, game convention thing happening here. GamesCon kicked off yesterday. Uh, that'll go through the rest of the weekend. Hopefully, lots of good stuff will come to light. Here's some of the things that have highlighted here uh, during the kickoff live stream yesterday Saints Row Nick gets a reboot. There's a new Saints Row game, and it's just called Saints Row. Uh, developer Volition showed off a look and feel of Saints Row coming in 2022 in a debut trailer. The new game will arrive February 25th for PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5, Xbox, well, all of the platforms pretty much. And uh, it's it's got a new weird look uh, set kind of in a, a wacky West kind of situation. I mean, I don't know. It's not something that looks appealing to me at all. It's not
0: like Red Dead Redemption? Did you like any of the Saints Row's other games?
1: Uh, you know, here and there, sure. You know, And it's not the old west. It's just the, the western part of the United States. Mm. And it's, it's weird looking. Uh, Microsoft led with a bunch of news, including a release date for Halo Infinite, finally. December 8th, along with announcing the release date, they dropped news about a special edition Xbox Series X, uh, the X halo Infinite limited edition the bundle will go for $549 and is expected expected to launch in november 15th It includes an elaborate case design with a white blue star fuel on the top and gold accents route much what you'd see from uh, any typical halo imagery it includes the xbox series x a traditional xbox wireless controller with a matching paint scheme and an appropriate hdmi cable and a copy of halo infinite i mean good luck trying to get your hands on that console as well I mean, uh, the fact uh, that that's one of the things we haven't had with these new uh, generation of uh, consoles is the limited edition ones because they're all limited edition. Yeah, exactly. exactly. So uh, let me know when that I, we can go ahead and start taking part in regular editions, please. <laughs> Microsoft Flight Simulator will re- receive an eight-player racing mode this fall based on the Steel National Championship Air Races the new mode will uh, allow virtual pilots to take control of World War II era fighters capable of speeds of up to 500 miles per hour um, maybe you've heard of the Reno Air Races that's pretty much what this is head of Microsoft Flight Simulator uh, Jorg Newman told Polygon that the new module could go live as soon as October it's all technically done Newman said we're planning, uh, play, playing a ton right now something else I learned about the flight sim Nick is if you've been wondering why you never see crash damage to planes in the game Newman said the Microsoft Flight Simulator is contractually bound by its agreements with manufacturers like Airbus, Boeing, and Textron not to show their planes being damaged. I guess that makes sense, but also, what kind of weird sicko are you that
0: you're upset that you haven't seen any crash damage?
1: Well, I, I'm not saying bodies and stuff, but when you know when you crash, it's, it, I don't know. It's, when you crash, isn't the game over? I mean, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. but still uh, there's some, you know, seeing stuff uh, you know, just crumble and I don't know. I oh, guess I, I'm a weirdo, sure. Uh, I've got some sort of weird crash fantasy. Sorry. Um, uh, <laughs> he also said uh, that November is when we launched Top Gun Maverick. Uh, Newman said, referring to the highly anticipated one-of-a-kind expansion, set to debut alongside the motion picture starring Tom Cruise, quote, I'm keeping my fingers crossed that the movie comes out when it's supposed to come out, but with COVID, you never know. And uh, they are doing a lot of things, a lot of tweaks with that game. It's uh, one of the most popular games in the world right now. And uh, we'll see what else comes of GamesCon here for the uh, the rest of the weekend. We'll get a report on that next Nerdler. Where is GamesCon? Uh, you know, it's in the virtual world. Uh, oh, it's all I mean, online? It's okay. not, I don't think it's happening in person, um, uh, and uh, so they're uh, just rolling this out. In fact, this kind of snuck up on me yesterday. It started, and I was like, I didn't even know this was happening. So i I'd never heard of it, but
0: I, I imagine uh, happily that it's all online, so you can check it out at your leisure. Mm-hmm. Uh, morning After with Nikki Big J. There's your dirt alert. Important stuff. Next news feed. The Morning After with Nick and Big J. The Important Stuff is brought to you by The Advocates. If you've been injured due to another person's negligence, The Advocates are here for you. Call 208-471-4444 or chat with an attorney online 24-7 at AdvocatesLaw.com. You deserve an advocate. Question for you, Big J. What's the best thing you ever quit? Something that you were doing that maybe you knew wasn't good for you and then finally you quit it and you're like, well, thank goodness I finally kicked that out.
1: Uh, that was good. No, the best thing you ever quit. Meaning? Oh yes, yeah, smoking. Okay, for sure. Yeah. Was it easy or difficult to do? Uh, it was. It was easy once I decided I don't want to do this anymore. How did you get to that particular point? Difficult. Know? Uh, yeah. I just didn't feel. I. I. Uh. I was having adverse reactions to it. Let's put it that way. What does that mean? Uh, it was kind of making me not feel great oh. because it was it, my blood pressure was off the charts. There you go. So I was uh, like, eh, nope, that is the, the number
0: one most common answer given by a lot of people that had obviously smoked in the past. Smoking is the best thing they've ever quit. And researchers looked at about 35,000 smokers who use some sort of service to actually quit smoking. Some people could do a cold turkey. Other people need to kind of wane off of it using, you know, nicotine replacement products or vaping or one on one therapy sessions or whatever. And they found that uh, women smoked, uh, when they decided to quit, the women, on average, smoked about 22 cigarettes a day. Men were up to 27 cigarettes a day when they finally decided to kick the habit. So men were smoking more than women. But overall, 55% of men who decided they wanted to do it were able to quit compared to 42% of women. And this is despite the fact that 56% of women and 60% of men had a severe nicotine dependence. Experts aren't sure why women seem to have a harder time quitting than men do, but do say the possibility that anxiety depression other factors are a little bit more prevalent in women that makes quitting pretty much anything more difficult nobody thinks it's easy to do this stuff and uh, as big j said it was difficult until it became not difficult and that's kind of how things go when you're quitting something that you're addicted to and you need to wane off of so the good news is you can do it the bad news is it's harder than you probably think but the other good news is once you're there you probably feel pretty good about it right yeah i mean at least you do How's that blood pressure now? It's still high. Oh,
1: but I don't feel gross. There's also that. I mean, we're talking like a huge spike in... Is that an official rating? Yeah. (laughs) A huge
0: huge spike in all? Veteran tight end Luke Wilson announced yesterday that he is retiring. One day after he re-signed with the Seattle Seahawks, the 31-year-old wrote in a statement about spending several days in the hospital during the offseason with a bunch of fluid built up around his heart and decided that this is the time to say goodbye to football. Seattle brought back Wilson on Tuesday for a fourth stint with the team. He, of course, is a member of the 2013 team that won the Super Bowl and now is retiring from football. Hopefully he will be happy and healthy in his retirement. Trevor Lawrence is going to be the starting quarterback for the Jacksonville Jaguars, surprising probably nobody. Uh, that that is happening also some announcements yesterday made in the NFL for starting quarterbacks Andy Dalton still getting the nod in Chicago and the Denver Broncos are going with Teddy Bridgewater over Drew Locke in their quarterback position battle as we start to get ready for the regular season which fires up here in a couple of days congratulations to Spider-Man No Way Home Big J it has broken the all-time viewership record for the most time a trailer has been viewed in YouTube history The previous record holder, any guesses? Uh, Yeah, probably Endgame. Avengers Endgame is absolutely right. Uh, The preview hit social media Monday night, racked up 355.5 million global views in its first 24 hours, and that's in spite of a leak. So pretty good. I think uh, we can all say that the hype is pretty high for Spider-Man No Way Home. Agree or disagree?
1: The hype is real. Yes.
0: So uh, if you haven't seen the trailer, it is out now. It's going to get weird. It's going to get interesting. And it also hopefully will be a whole lot of fun, which is what the Spider-Man movies have been in the past. Morning After with Nick and Big Jay. There's your important stuff. <laughs> Culture Smackdown.
1: Why did I do that? Where's my head at? Sorry, where sorry. Is your head? You were singing along to Blink and, and, and <laughs> singing was. Happy Birthday to me at the same time. Bringing to light stories that are incredible. It on me. F- up. No. Oh man, we're going <laughs> to hell. Oh, you know they're both going to hell, right?
2: The morning after with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X Rock. I
0: actually think I was writing some pop culture SmackDown questions, and then I just got it mixed up in yep. my head as to what was coming up. That's not until an hour, guys. This is we're going to hell. My apologies to you and your families. But uh, we are going to another country for today's We're Going to Hell story, as we have all week. Uh, today, we are headed to Zambia. And it's all about a dude, Big J, I feel like you know a little bit about. Uh, Jesus. You ever heard of him? Jesus. Christo, no, Jesus. The actual Jesus. Oh, well, Jesus. Jesus. Is Jesus H. Jesus H. Christ, yes. That's somebody that uh, I'm sure you, maybe you're a fan of. If you're not a fan of, at least you're probably familiar with with what he's done. It's like a brother to me. And I'm sure that, uh, you know, Jesus, whether you are super into religion, organized or not, or you're not, you could agree had some pretty good qualities. You know? Yeah. I mean, uh, there's a little bit of Jesus in everybody, at least I hope, and we could all probably benefit from trying to be a little bit more like the man. You know what I'm saying? Mm Mm-hmm. But, Big J, there's also a, a limitation to what we can do uh, as compared to Jesus. You understand what I'm saying? Okay. uh, Jesus had a little bit more going for him than a lot of us did when it comes to certain particular capabilities. Like, for instance, I mean, I imagine you're a pretty kind soul, but try as you might, I don't think you can turn water into wine. Agree or disagree?
1: No. No, I cannot. Uh, I've seen you in a pool so
0: I can almost guarantee that you can't walk on water. This much I know as well. Hey, man. Well, listen, I don't think it's a negative thing. I'm just telling you your limitations. But also, I I am pretty sure that if we were to die, it'd be hard for most of us to resurrect ourselves. Unfortunately, that was a goal for a pastor in Zambia. Oh, no. Uh, his name is James Sakara. He is 22 years old, and he has himself a church, a fairly big church there. And he decided that, you know what, how he can really honestly grow his church and make people believe in the power of Christ is if he recreated the resurrection of Jesus. Wow, his idea have three of his congregation members help out with the recreation. What does that mean? That means that he needed help uh, ba- you know, basically creating a grave. Okay? Yeah. And then he wanted his three congregation members to bury him in said grave. And then give me 3 days. Dig me back up. And much like Jesus, I will come back to life and I will lead this congregation to the promised land. You understand? Yeah. And you know what? People and members of his congregation were true believers. They believed in the power of Christ. It compels you sometimes to do things. It compels you! (laughs) And so they agreed to bury their 22-year-old pastor alive in a grave and then dig him up three days later. Of course, they had to do this under the cover of night because it's not exactly legal to bury somebody alive, but they agreed to do it. So they dug a grave, they put him in there, they buried him, and three days later, they dug him up, Big J. I'm going to guess he was dead. He was very dead. But that was always the deal. They knew when they they dug him up, he was going to be dead. But now was the time for the actual show to begin. Let's get this resurrection going, bro. And so they waited. And they waited. And they waited. Uh no spoilers, but this guy did not resurrect himself. As much like Caesar says, he's no Jesus Christ. And so he ended up, yes, dying. Because that is what will happen when you bury yourself alive. Whether you, you do it voluntarily idiot. or against your own will, uh, you're not gonna make it out of that okay. And so they waited, they did, uh, uh, you know, they did, they followed his instructions. He left behind this resurrection ritual that he thought was going to work for him because he heard that it worked on Jesus, and it did not work. And so that's when the three people that buried the pastor realized, oh bleep, we're going to be in trouble. Uh, two of them have turned themselves over to police because, you know, th- there's also some charges that can be pending for this, whether you wanted to or not. And then another guy was like, bleep this, I'm going to go on the run. And he did, and he's still missing. But unfortunately, at the end of all this, there's a pastor who died who has left behind his young wife. She's pregnant, so it's not a good look all the way across the board. But just a reminder, you can't pull off the stuff that Jesus pulls off in the Bible. You can do some things, some but not all. Please remember that and know your limitations. What stupid courage is that? I don't know. I mean, listen, man, uh, you know, when you're steep in anything and you believe all sorts of weird stuff, you believe sometimes that maybe you can do things that you really can't. Not the first person who believed he could do what Jesus could do. That's for sure. But it also doesn't work out great for those other people. Yeah,
1: maybe try starting with some of the other stuff that he could do that didn't involve you dying. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, aim a little bit lower than that and yeah, let's see how the it goes water to wine thing let's see how that works out before you jump into your own grave dummy I'm, I'm not a religious expert but i'm pretty
0: sure like jesus is model one of one at least so far you understand what i'm yeah. saying so let's not let's not try to duplicate that because odds are you won't be batting a thousand morning after with nick and big j there's your we're going to hell story it is the x-rocks hey. <laughs> Morning after with Nick and Big J. It is that time of year. It's a fun little event that is back. It's the Goathead Fest. It's an honor and privilege to welcome back into the fold Jimmy
2: Halliburton. How are you doing, sir? Hey, so good to see you two, and I'm excited to be here to talk about Goathead Fest. After a year of kind of wonkiness, we're excited to get people back on their bicycles riding together um, at Goathead Fest this Saturday.
0: It's pretty awesome. I mean, I know you've worked hard to make this event a very big deal. It's been a staple of the Treasure Valley for the last couple of years, understandably taking a year
2: kind of to figure things things out, but now it's back. Can we say it's better than ever? Is that all right? I think we can say it's better than ever. You know, people don't realize it, but it's actually one of the largest bicycle festivals in the entire country and one of the largest bicycle parades in the entire country. And we expect to see several thousand riders down there, as usual, in costumes, having fun, riding together, participating in this great uh, pedal-powered parade, and then enjoying all the activities, you know, for the rest of the day. We think it's going to be huge because we also challenge people to pull goat heads leading into the festival, and this year we set a record with 12,000 pounds of goat heads pulled around the valley. Oh my god! So we know that people are paying attention and engaging, and we know that they're ready to celebrate on August 28th. They keep growing, they keep growing, and this year's been a bad year. It's been so hot, the goat heads are going <laughs> crazy, but we're going after them. Uh, we think that we put a big dent in them this year, especially when we're around. Some of the lower income uh, school areas where a lot of our kids live—that's where we pull a lot of these goat heads. We eliminate those flat tires for those kids throughout the year, and then we raise funds through the festival to get more kids and more families on bikes. So we're excited. It's got to make you happy, because I, I, you know, as somebody that that does, you know, donate so much of their
0: time to the Boise Bicycle Project, and you, you spend a lot of time around bicycles, you probably just see all these goat heads and just go, man, imagine amount of tires that we are saving. On. Oh, once
2: once you see goat heads growing on the side of the road, you can't unsee them. And I was born and raised. <laughs> (laughs) here in boise and i can't tell you how many flat tires i've had especially as a kid so i know that your freedom comes to an end when those tires go flat and we know uh, that these efforts um keep these kids riding and smiling and have a good time on their bikes
1: harsh life lessons it's tough um and and you know the challenge too i think is is now that you've done that and and people are you know getting those goat heads out there you want to make this festival better and better each time how are some things that you decided to add to, to it in order to do that this year?
2: One of the things we're so excited about this year are some of our new community partners. Lost Grove Brewing has always been a, a huge one, and they really kind of take care of the beer aspect of the festival, and we were able to kind of double down on those local breweries. And this year we're super excited to partner with the Morrison Center and Brian over there to really kind of amp up the entertainment side of things to kind of match the same sort of energy that we're putting into everything else. But Brian can probably talk about that better than I can. Yeah, we're so
0: excited to be a part of this
2: uh, festival. Uh, it's been great for a couple of years, and we're, we're excited for the partnership to grow. Um, we'll be kicking the party off with Jimmy and Celeste, the dance commander, on the Capitol steps, getting the parade started. We'll move over to the Morrison Center main stage and uh, DJ uh, Jason D and Eleven will we'll keep the party going, and then we'll finish it off with Devil Namar Lamar organ trio uh, and send everybody home on another
0: parade. Yep. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Of course, you know, there's always lots to do at, at the Goathead Fest. There's there's all sorts of cool things to be a part of. Entertainment is another big part of it. And uh, the weirdness. I mean, that's that's part of the fun, too. I know you encourage people to get crazy and have a good time. And, and that's what makes this thing uh, not just a cool event, but also a spectacle, which I know you're pretty proud of as well.
2: Well, pedal-powered, wonderfully weird. And Bonafide Boise is sort of our motto for the festival. So these partners like the Morrison Center and Lost Grove, that's that Bonafide Boise part. But the wonderfully weird part, maybe that's where I fit in, I'm not (laughs) sure. Um, But I I love that aspect. This year, a lot of our music will be producing from a pedal-powered stage. So we made these bicycle generators that are actually going to be powering our DJs and our hip-hop artists throughout the day. And it's like 12 feet tall off the ground, and people will be able to climb onto it and be the ones actually powering the music. It's weird. It's fun. <laughs> everybody has a great time. The kids can come up and actually ride bicycles that power the music throughout the day. We try to make sure that everybody can really engage at any level that they want to during the festival. That's awesome.
1: Yeah, it's a lot of pressure uh, to keep the party going,
2: <laughs> man. Don't stop pedaling. Oh, the DJ does not like it if you stop pedaling, <laughs> so you gotta you got to pedal hard. Um, <laughs> we also want to make sure that this is a really safe experience for everybody down there, and we're taking safety very seriously. We are asking everybody to bring masks with them, You won't have to wear them the entire time, but there will be key times where there's lots of congestion at the beginning of the parade and getting into the festival that we will ask folks to pop their masks on. After that, we know that we've created a space where everybody can go through and move at their own comfort level, um, and we promise to make sure that nobody will engage in anything that doesn't feel right for their own level of safety. We're also super excited to be partnering with Treefort Music Fest. Mm -hmm. They're going to be hosting a vaccine clinic at the festival. It just so happens it lines up perfectly with the inoculation period for Treefort. So they'll be down there. So for folks who aren't vaccinated, they can come down as well. We're putting safety at a really high-level priority here to make sure that everybody can just have a ton of fun um, at whatever level they're at. That's awesome. That's great to have that available for people as well. So uh, if you want to check
0: out the fun on Saturday, give the details. Where's it at? When's it all start?
2: Go to BoiseGoatHeadFest.com. All the information is going to be there, but it's August 28th, this Saturday, at the Capitol Steps. Uh, The parade leaves at 11 a.m. and the party goes all the way till 5. We're still looking for volunteers and we still want people to register for the parade. So go to the website, BoiseGoatHeadFest.com.
0: Beautiful. Saturday is going to be awesome. Thank you, Jimmy. Thank you, Brian, for coming in and telling us all about it. And best of luck this weekend.
2: Thanks, guys. Take care. Morning After with Nick and Big J.
0: Important Stuff is brought to you by The Advocates. If you've been injured due to another person's negligence, The Advocates are here for you. Call 208-471-4444, chat with an attorney online 24-7 at AdvocatesLaw.com. You deserve an advocate. And this is the first of its kind, but if you didn't think some changes with employers were coming once the FDA approved the vaccine, you probably were fooling yourself a little bit as Delta Airlines has become the first company that says it's going to charge their employees that are on the company health plan $200 a month if they are not vaccinated against COVID-19. CEO Ed Bastian said the policy is necessary because the average hospital stay for an employee with COVID costs the company $50,000. Delta also said it will stop extending pay protection to unvaccinated workers who contract COVID and will require unvaccinated employees to be tested weekly, wear masks indoors in company facilities. Even with these measures, Delta hasn't gone as far as United Airlines, which says it will require employees to be vaccinated starting on September 27th, or they will lose their jobs. They will hire people that are vaccinated. And so just so you know, this is the economy that we've all been okay with. Welcome to Capitalism 101, guys. If you, if employing you is bad for business, they no longer will employ you. And whether you decide not to get vaccinated and could contract COVID, or you decide to, you know, go to work unvaccinated and then get sick with COVID and end up in the hospital, you're just a dollar sign to companies, man. And you got to make sure that you are toeing the line, otherwise you're in trouble. And I know people may not be happy with this, but this is... You know, the supply and demand economy that we have, man. It is a right-to-work state in a lot of places, which means employee, employers can fire you for no reason whatsoever, or they can give you a reason like this, but it's
1: their call as a company policy, company policy. Yeah, which usually has benefited a lot of the people who are on the opposite side of this now. Correct. Um, and so uh,
0: while people may be upset about it, the answer is, listen, these these are private companies that can hire and fire as they see fit. And if this is one of the policies they want to put into play, then either you play the game or you find yourself another job. It's your call. Play the game. There's lots of places hiring right now. You keep telling me about it all the time, about how you can't get your fast food, so there's another option for you if you want it. Baltimore Orioles finally got a win last night and they beat the Angels 10-6 to to end their 19-game losing streak. Uh, just too shy of the American League record, dude. And four away from the the Major League Baseball record, they did tie the longest losing streak since 2005 with 19 in a row, but even had to come back to get the win last night, but they pulled it off. So congratulations to the Orioles. We all can now go back to not paying attention to what they do. Some starting quarterbacks were named yesterday. Urban Meyer announced that Trevor Lawrence is going to be the quarterback for the Jags. That probably shouldn't surprise anybody. Uh, Gardner Minshew becomes the backup. And then, of course, uh, we also had a a quarterback battle happening in Denver between Teddy Bridgewater and Drew Locke, and Teddy Bridgewater won that particular contest. And even though they've been saying it for weeks, heck, even when they signed him, it's been months. The second the Bears signed Andy Dalton, they said he was going to be their starting quarterback. Even after they drafted Justin Fields, they said he was going to be their starting quarterback. But yet, everybody kept asking, and then yesterday it was officially announced, well, guess what? Andy Dalton is the starting quarterback for the Chicago Bears. So Matt Nagy's playing the long game, kind of like he did with uh, Patrick Mahomes. That tended to work out with him. But the difference there is they had Andy or they had, uh, you know, Smith, Alex Smith, the quarterback for the Kansas City Chiefs at the time that they drafted Patrick Mahomes. And oh, by the way, the Chiefs were already a perennial playoff team. So they had that leverage to go, okay, we're fine. And the only reason why Patrick Mahomes played a game in his first season was because the Chiefs had locked up a playoff spot. The Bears don't have that luxury. Yeah, they don't have any of that. They're not a playoff team. Well, they got in the playoffs last year, right? Uh, they did. They did. But they're not like a perennial playoff team, I guess, is my point. Yeah, that's for sure. And so, uh, you know, and we'll see what ends up happening.
1: Oh, and Andy Dalton is no Alex Smith. Uh, no, no. Andy Dalton is is
0: barely serviceable, as he proved last year with the Cowboys. So we'll see what ends up happening there in Chicago. I'm guessing that of the ones that lost out on the starting quarterback job, Justin Fields, is probably the first dude to get in a game at some point. We talked earlier this week that the OnlyFans website announced they would be banning sexually explicit content, which, of course, everybody got upset about and was a pretty big problem because, well, that's kind of why people go to that site. Anyway, uh, Big J, it took a grand total of three days for them to say, Hey, 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 just kidding, everybody. Come on back, porn. It's okay. And so OnlyFans has decided to change their tune and now allow that sort of content to go up there. The company had said that they negotiating with big banks weren't comfortable in dealing in the porn business, but uh, either they got really comfortable in the last three days or what I'm guessing is what happened is OnlyFans realized that, uh, you know what banks like doing business with less than companies that do porn is companies that no longer have any financial viability. And so uh, they realized that they probably wouldn't exist if not for it or somebody else would fill that void and OnlyFans would be soon forgotten. So in the end, they decided that uh, OnlyFans would, you know, be what OnlyFans is and continue doing what it has done. And so there will be no changes to the website. You don't have to worry about your monthly subscriptions, subscriptions, Big J. Everything's fine. Yay? Question mark? I mean, listen, it's, it's a working model. It's doing what it needs to do. It is making money for people that wouldn't otherwise and doing so in at least a safe manner, at least for them so why the hell not i mean it's not like you can't get porn you know someplace else right and no, at no least you
1: can it's the only place
0: those that are doing it are getting money uh, that they should be paid for it
1: <coughs> morning after with nick and big J. yeah and we've got a show coming up here uh tomorrow no today it's today oh my god out at the fort Idaho Th- theater amp oh no the Ford Idaho Center Amphitheater, Atmosphere, and Cypress Hill. So you need to come grab these tickets uh, before the show tonight and just have a great old time out there. If you beat me in Pop Culture Smackdown, though.
0: If you want to go tonight, then you need to get on the phone, 208-287-1003 to play Pop Culture Smackdown. You, the ex-listener, will have to answer standard Pop Culture Smackdown questions. Big J will have to answer birthday theme pop culture questions because today is Big J's birthday. Oh, boy. This is what you signed up for, pal. So if you want to check out Cypress Hill tonight, now would be the time to get on the phone. Let's hit up the phone lines. Hello, the X. Oh, that can going to do it, Big J. Sorry. They're, fra- they're afraid. Hello, the X. Good morning. Good morning, man. What's your name? Justin. Justin, you're up first. Justin, back in 1989, this then comedic actor became the first person to be cast since Adam West in a Batman movie role. Mm -hmm. Michael Keaton. Right. That is correct. Big J, you share a birthday with Macaulay Culkin. Mm -hmm. What comic book character and cartoon character did Macaulay Culkin portray on the big screen? Right after his Home Alone fame cartoon character uh-huh. and comic book character. Comics first, then cartoon, then movie. Dennis the Menace? Dennis the Menace. Wrong! You're right. It's a kid. I have no idea. Aww. Uh, what if I gave you the choices of Casper the Friendly Ghost, Robin or Richie Rich? Richie Rich. Right. Yeah, here's Richie Rich. Little Richie Rich. Richie Rich is when Macaulay Culkin played on the big screen. Uh, but, unfortunately, you didn't get it right. So congratulations to you, sir. You're going to go check out Cypress Hill and Atmosphere tonight. Mm. Congratulations. Hang on one second. We'll get some information from you. Man, I got two more Macaulay Culkin questions here. Well, that's ridiculous. To throw out in the, the bathwater. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your pop culture smackdown. We'll do some headlines next on the x rock <laughs> Headlines brought to you by Coors Banquet and Coors Light. They are inviting you to help protect our West. The Wildland Firefighter Foundation supports the firefighters and their families who protect our West from the devastating wildfires that have ravaged... This part of the country in the past six years, Coors has donated over $1.5 million to the Wildland Firefighters Foundation and going to be out uh, this Saturday, 2 to 4 p.m. Jason Drew broadcasting live from the Albertsons Marketplace on Broadway in Boise. You can come on out, enter to win a party for up to 20 at Section 37 Axe Room, stocked up with Coors Banquet and Coors Light and authentic Wildland Firefighters Foundation and Coors Banquet Pulaski Axes as well that you could win. It's a pretty cool prize and you're helping out the firefighters. So come on out this this Saturday 2 to 4 at the Boise Marketplace. Uh, Albertson's on Broadway. It'll be a good chance for you to do some good while you're out there. It'll be cool. Headlines are as follows Big J, the kid strikes again. Yoo-hoo! Back home, and last hurrah is right. Last hurrah is right. A North Carolina man had one heck of a last hurrah with his Corvette before selling it. Spencer Everett decided to sell his 2020 Corvette Stingray and was going to turn over the keys on Tuesday. But a day before, he decided, you know what? I haven't really opened this thing up yet, man. I'm going to take it on one last spin, you know? Yeah. And spin is exactly what he did. He took that vet on the highway and gunned it, and that caused him to spin out. Out on the highway. Flip the car into a ditch. Lucky for him, he wasn't hurt. He told officers he had a buyer for the car, and he wanted to take it for one last hurrah. Of course, he got ticketed for reckless driving. The car is now a total loss, so he won't be able to sell it either to the guy that wanted to buy it. So that's it that's how that corvette story
1: ends that guy was born to be wild (laughs) yeah it didn't
0: work out though for him. unfortunately not only is he out a car but also he got ticketed for reckless driving so not a great way to wrap up the car ownership for that one the kid strikes again or back home The kid strikes again. This is one way to lose your savings. A mom in England was surprised when she went upstairs to check on her young child and found out that the kid had taken a pair of scissors to a bunch of money (laughs) and cut out images of Queen Elizabeth's face to attach to her dolls. Victoria Ingram uploaded photos of her daughter's creations to Facebook, noting she was highly amused by her daughter's decision, but uh, she now is also broke. And since then, one of her friends set up a GoFundMe uh, account to help replenish the lost funds. The account quickly racked up about the equivalent of $5,000, which Instagrams. which she says she's going to donate to the children's ward at the James Cook University Aww. Hospital because she didn't ask for help and she appreciated it. Uh, the kid cut up about the equivalent of 250 bucks worth of stuff to put new faces on her dolls. So there's that. What a dumb kid. Keep it. <laughs> Take it easy. <laughs> you might want to keep an eye on the kid, though, however, or, you know, keep your money separate from where you're, where you're uh, yeah, you don't know, hide it
1: under your baby's crib or whatever.
0: Three knows where your, your cash is. Wrap it up with Back Home. Apparently, some people forget the purpose of libraries sometimes and workers at Hamilton Park Library in Canada found a couple a copy of the Perennial Philosophy by Aldous Hugsley in their return bin about 27 years after it was last checked out, on December 13, 1993. The library did post about the find on Facebook, saying, Welcome back, Lost One! A new edition of the book was published in 2009, but the library's Director of Collections and Program Development said that she didn't know where that book had been. She added the library counts about 7,606 books, or just under 1% of its collection, as lost, but that doesn't include items that disappeared before December 2018. Uh, The library did recently eliminate all late fees, and so that's why they think that maybe just maybe this is how this book that was 27 years years late ended up popping back into their return pin. So there you go. You can now read that book. It's been found, and nobody gets uh, charged or anything like that. So Uh, everybody wins. Ah, amnesty. You know? Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your headlines. You're up to date on
1: everything. traffic
0: except one final check at the tds fiber traffic center let's remedy that it's brought to you by volkswagen of boise let's see what's going on out there with cb it's normal freeway speeds on eastbound i-84 between napa and boise Evil that is Survivor, their new one here on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Speaking of new ones, there's somebody out there with something new for you to try, right?
1: Yeah, no, I think the I think the food uh, and flavor collaborations have jumped the shark. Okay, Nick. Um, and uh, marriage of these two PepsiCo products seem bizarre to me. Mountain Dew and Flamin' Hot Cheetos, Nick. Well, I mean, like, I imagine those two
0: things are consumed fairly regularly together. So while it doesn't surprise me, I will say gross. And what could that soda possibly taste like?
1: The And the the images that they put out here for this are uh, just, I mean, it's a, it's a Mountain Dew can, flaming hot. It's uh, very bright and colorful. I mean, it'll catch your eye. Sure. For sure. But yeah, I just, this, you know, I don't really... I don't wanna drink my spice. I was gonna say, is anybody asking for a spicy soda?
0: Is anybody asking for that?
1: I don't I don't know, man. I I, I think that, you know, there's too many of these uh, obviously we we're taking on the, the hot sauces and things like that. I mean the hot ones has made stuff like that really popular right now. Um, but yeah, I don't know where this desire to drink your your heat is is coming from. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, even
0: outside of of coffee, which can be hot, of course, I, I don't think that spicy is something that you would qualify it as, right? No, even pumpkin spice flavored things, which are about to be very popular again, aren't exactly spicy.
1: Yeah. And, you know, I mean, even uh, there's, you know, there's some ales out there and jalapeno ales and things like that. And I'm like, no, thank you.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of people out there that that have different stuff and, and do enjoy it. I don't. Obviously, that's not my style either. I don't like I while I enjoy spicy things, I just can't consume them usually. But also just like mixing it listen, any kind of soda that's after that's flavored after any kind of snack. I don't think has a home. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't want Doritos flavored sodas. I don't want
1: Fritos flavored sodas. Wait, you don't want a ranch flavored Mountain Dew? No. Oh. No. No. No, neither do I. I And I love ranch Doritos. (laughs) Right. Well, I do believe
0: it's probably not too far away. I don't think it's necessary and I don't think people are asking for it. But, you know, when you've got two fairly big brands combining things together, maybe it's just a novelty. Who knows? I'm sure it's only limited edition, right?
1: Yeah, they're calling it spicy and sweet, but I... Uh. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. None of that
0: sounds appealing to me. Although, you know who may like it is Adam, because that, that's the guy that drink that drinks and eats that stuff together at the same time.
1: But then he complains about how sick he is all
0: the time. I know. But, I mean, it, it, what I'm saying is if if Adam would be interested in it, that's a way to figure out if it actually has if a market. If you
1: added energy drink to it. <laughs> well, isn't Mountain Dew kind of? It's guy? not enough anymore. No, I mean, you've uh, got all kinds of now. Uh,
0: stuff that specializes just in it. Yeah. You're right. You're right. It's different than an energy drink. Well, it does have a ridiculous amount of caffeine. But, yeah,
1: let's get him a can
0: of this. Uh, okay. All right. When does it go on sale? I don't know. Oh, that's right. Yeah, uh, you just have the basic yeah, details Yeah, I just have the basic details None of Nick. the important ones Sorry Morning After with Nick and Big J September 4th We will do some bad impressions next on the X-Rox
1: <coughs> Morning After with Nick and Big J On 100.3 The X Yeah, we've got tickets for tonight Out at the Ford Idaho Center Amphitheater You've got Cypress Hill and Atmosphere playing We'll get you those if you can and, figure out bad impressions
0: And? You don't remember the third one, huh? No DJZ trip. Bro. Oh,
1: DJZ trip, yeah. Get
0: with it. Trip like he does. Uh, different song, different oh, band. Okay. 208 287 1003 is the number that you need to call if you'd like to play a little game called Bad Impressions and get in the door to the Ford Idaho Center Amphitheater today. All you have to do is have some fun with Big J. He's got three clues. They all revolve around somebody pretty famous. If you can figure out who that famous person is in three clues or less, you're going to go to the show tonight catch is you got to swing by and pick up your tickets before four o'clock but i think you guys can handle that hello the x hello good morning man what's your name my
2: name is squib
1: all right squib oh squibby good luck to you i've been nominated for eight oscars with no wins for movies like silver linings playbook american hustle american sniper and a star is born oh next please i played phil in the hangover movies Uh, Bradley Cooper? There you go. Yeah,
0: good hey. job. Good scoody. typing in the
1: background. I heard <laughs> the whole thing.
0: Enjoy Cypress Hill atmosphere and Z Trip tonight. Hang on one second. I imagine clue three was about rock and Raccoon. Yeah,
1: there you go. Uh, Predictable on my birthday as always. And why is Bradley Cooper in the news? Uh, he likes to have fun. Uh, that Bradley Cooper And so uh, this uh, story came out On the late night with Seth Meyers uh, As he was talking with Michael Keaton Now Michael Keaton owns a horse ranch in Montana It's where he lives uh, When he's not making movies And he uh, was wanted to treat himself uh, Something nice so he was uh, Hooking up a brand new custom saddle For one of his horses And he reached out to a custom saddle maker Who has the last name of Cooper Okay, And he began emailing back and forth With this Cooper And uh, it turns out that that the the emails, you know, really were kind of sparse and 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 were pretty vague at best. But, you know, uh, this Cooper character was trying to kind of stay engaged until he couldn't take it anymore. And it's like, who is this? And they're like, who is this? No, who is this? And it turns out that uh, Michael Keaton was mistakenly emailing Bradley Cooper. (laughs) And not the Cooper guy who's uh, making him the same. So stat. Bradley Cooper was messing around with him for a little bit? Yeah, and he was finally... messing around. He goes, I wasn't really sure who it was. And uh, apparently uh, they've never worked together, uh-huh. but uh, they had done some, uh, some, some thing in uh, 2015 and may have had each other's email at that point. So So it's clear. Well, here's what's interesting, I guess. Because if they didn't know who each other were, then probably
0: their name isn't involved in their email address at all. Oh, you know yeah. What I mean? Yeah, of course. Like, it it's not like Michael.Keaton <laughs> at Gmail or something. Yeah, it's not like Cooper 69 at-, yeah. at Hotmail.com. But-, <laughs> but that would be funny if that wasn't email. <laughs> it is interesting and fun that they went back forth a little bit. And I wonder how long it did go on before it finally everybody came through. Yeah, they
1: don't get into specifics on that, but that's pretty funny. Fun I, I don't know if you've ever done, been a part of one of those messy things. We're not sure who it is. I,
0: I've never been... I have accidentally emailed somebody with the same last name as somebody else's business that they had no idea what I was talking about. That has certainly happened. I don't think I've ever gone back and forth in email form with somebody that I was completely unfamiliar with, at least not a bunch of times anyway,
1: where I would pretended You? Yeah, uh, yeah, all the time,
0: probably. Yeah, morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your bad impressions. We wrap up the show here next on the X-Rock. <coughs> that's the Foo Fighters. That is making a fire, and that's how we're gonna wrap up the old morning after with Nick and Big J here on this Thursday. Big J's birthday. We got to talk a lot about that today. Special thank you to Jimmy Halliburton for popping by on the show and Brian from the Morrison Center talking all about the uh, Boise Goathead Festival which is happening on Saturday at the Capitol Steps. So you can go down there and have some fun and be safe and enjoy yourself and do something good. But I suppose Big J, it wouldn't officially be your birthday if we didn't have a gift exchange. Oh! so oh. Here is your birthday present, Big oh, Jay. Right. Oh, it's, it's
1: a in a Christmas birthday. bag. Well,
0: I'm moving so you get whatever bags I find. <laughs> and I wasn't going to wrap it, so yes, it is a leftover Christmas bag yeah. for you. One of those things I know you need. That's what I know you need. You go to hell <laughs>
1: it's, a, it's a fantasy football magazine <laughs> and then
0: the other one is just something that i hope you enjoy and you can have a oh, little looks, bit of fun with it's like it's gonna be a uh, mug around the roof uh, around the workplace yes. oh yes uh, and hopefully it is something that you enjoy oh my god yes i love it all right good
1: oh it is a coffee mug and on the side of it is uh it should be the man Lieutenant himself somewhere. Joe yeah there
0: he is and it says my my my. Big J's new favorite show. He finally found eight six years after cancellation, but he does
1: love it. No, uh, with the,
0: I'm kidding. I'm, my point is, it's been on a while. <laughs> and,
1: and yeah, that's you right. You enjoy has. it. Is there anything
0: else in here? No, that's it. That's Come all on, you what get. What the hell? Come on, man. Just kidding. Uh, happy I love birthday, Big J. Happy 45. Hopefully, uh, it's a great day with the family, and you enjoy every hey, part about the day. Uh, just a reminder, by the way, the X of X Rock brought to you by IBEW. If you are an Idaho or Oregon state licensed journeyman electrician, IBEW 291 has immediate openings for Idaho and Oregon state licensed electricians. Check out IBEW 291.org compare for wage benefit information or call 208-343-4861. That's going to do it for us. Jason Drew's up next. We'll see you tomorrow. Have a good one. and see X Rock.